talking about a non-profit here in Detroit. I one called the Friendship Circle. More people than ever are becoming caregivers for elderly parents or other loved ones with difficulties, but balancing life, work, and caregiving can be a huge difficulty. A new WDET series calls Because We Care will explore the lives and issues affecting caregivers and organizations that help them in Metro Detroit over the next few months. And this time for Because We Care, I spoke with Bassi Shemtov. She is the director and co-founder of the Michigan-based nonprofit called the Friendship Circle. And she explains how the organization began their mission in 1994. My husband and I moved to Michigan in 94. And we came out with a mission, understanding that we were going to dedicate our lives to socially, to reach out in the social outreach way to, at that point, it was was primarily to the Jewish community. Um, We are an Orthodox Jewish organization. That's how we were founded. And we were reaching out to our Jewish community to help anybody who may be in isolation. Uh, Thank God within about eight to 10 years is when we were strong enough and we were like, wait, we really could be reaching out to the general community and helping everybody. So at this point, we are servicing the general community as well. So my husband and I grew up always knowing that we were going to be dedicating our lives to serving others in some way. Um, we are we were both raised um, under the Chabad movement, which was led by a very holy um, rabbi. His name is Rabbi Schneerson, the the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Uh, He's known by thousands and thousands of people from all walks of life, uh, Jewish and non-Jewish. He passed away actually two weeks after we got married in 94, right before we moved to Michigan. But he has inspired thousands of Chabad emissaries to go all over the world, primarily for Jewish outreach, and he has also really inspired everybody uh, to reach out and help anybody who may be in need. And the, the very specific thing that one of the very, one of the things that the Rebbe has taught us is how to view a person for their soul and not for their outer appearance. Um, and that really it transfers into every situation. So when we started Friendship Circle, it was actually for people suffering from drug abuse, um, isolation, uh, you know, any kind of mental or, or um, you know, any kind of mental challenges. And um, again, isolation was a big one. We really started meeting with our with these young people. My husband actually went into crack houses, pulling people out, and just supporting them with friendship. He was called a friendship rabbi. My husband thought of the name Friendship Circle, and uh, within a few months, it was just nothing really for me to do. So we reached out to community leaders and asked who else needs friendship in Michigan, in the Detroit metro area. And several people said, you know, special needs really, I guess in 94, really needed some more support. And so I'm like, listen, we don't have money, but I love working with teenagers. Let's inspire some teens to volunteer and do a good deed, right? Kind of sounds typical of getting volunteers to helping somebody else. And our greatest aha moment was four years, I would say, into Friendship Circle, when we had too many volunteers for children. That's when we said, one second, what is going on over here? I mean, who ever heard of an organization having too many volunteers? And that was like 
the aha moment that we realize that connecting with an individual who has special needs, connecting with that shining soul within, with that genuine, incredible, non-judgmental human being is the best therapy. And it's the true acceptance that each and every person thirsts for in their everyday life. And over here, our teenagers found it with these incredible, precious young children. At that time, we were dealing more with the younger children. So that was kind of how Friendship Circle started. One of the programs that you guys are involved with, uh, many, many incredible, uh, incredible programs for adults and seniors and kids with special needs across the board. But one of them, which you want to begin again after COVID is, is over, is this intergenerational friendship between seniors and, and kids, which I just think is, is an incredible opportunity for both the seniors and the kids that you don't always get, especially if you're not a grandparent or, or maybe your grandparents are gone, to have the kind of a elder or senior, you know, relationship. I love that. I, it's interesting. I love how you just put it. What happened was one time we, we have, a, before COVID, we have community times where community adults in the community are able to come by and create art in our studio. So it kind of puts together, it brings together our young adults with special needs with just typical people in the community. We're always trying to merge the two. And one time we noticed how one of our artists kept on like um, hanging out with this, you know, was helping out a little bit and kept on hanging out with this one elderly person who came to do art. And I knew that she had Alzheimer's, although she was just part of this regular group. And this young man, Adam, was just so attentive and so respectful. And I'm like, whoa, this could be an amazing opportunity. I was thinking, like even a job for Adam, he would be the best caretaker that I would ever choose for my parents. And that's when we reached out to the Alzheimer's Association and we had this awesome partnership where they brought some of their um, clients, I think is how they call it. And we paired up our young adult artists with the elderly one-on-one, but we had it in a group and we ran art classes and our artists were like on a high, you know, here they were giving while they were enjoying these elderly uh, relationships. Um, And so the way you said it, I, I agree. I think everybody can gain so much from a really awesome elderly person that they may not have an opportunity to at home. It was really great. And I'm looking forward to restarting it. But the truth is like, let's not forget the incredible gift and relationship that is given to the elderly. So it's, it's so, it's such a win-win because, you know, think, I mean, if you, I, you know, I've had not, I don't currently have grandparents, but I grew up with grandparents and I, there's a lot of elderly people that I am friends with right now. And it's the important thing that I think possibly is lost in society today of the incredible opportunities that we could have by having the patience to be with somebody who um, is elderly and to realize what we could gain from them. Um, at the same time, how important it is for the elderly to have the young people be a part of their life and kind of bring that young energy and that positive energy to them. Absolutely. So another program that you guys do is something called Life Skills. 
Can you tell me more about, about that? So in our center for the children and the teens, uh, we have what's called the Weinberg Village. It's a realistic town, 5,000 square feet of literally, it looks like a town. There are roads with curbside, with traffic lights. Um, there's about 10 like little shops anywhere from a pet shop to a drugstore, a theater, a doctor's office, a library, a beauty salon. And the, the, the students uh, during the day, they're coming from the schools and there's up to 50 students that could come per day. They come through, they go to the bank because you need money before you could do anything. And they actually get, they withdraw real cash. They take out typically $12 and they have the curriculum that the teacher chooses one of the 20 different lesson plans that would fit their students the best. And sometimes they may have three different ones for different groups of children within their classroom. And they take around this lesson plan on a clipboard and they are going from withdrawing the money to making decisions. It might be a secret friend day, it might be money management, it might be a safety lesson. You name it, they could choose what they have to practice. The cool thing is that it is it is uh, uh, within the walls of safety. So the teachers are able to stand back and they don't have to be like hands over them. They could actually see where are they getting stuck and what might be difficult. And they could go and rediscuss it when they get back to school. But over here, it's hands on in this realistic town that's really, you feel like you're in a town and everything is running appropriately from the real movie to the real pets to getting real t-shirts or birthday cards at the Saban drugstore to going to the cafe and getting a real coffee or a bagel, so on and so forth. So they're able to really practice life skills on their own independently. And then they go back to school and they discuss what the teacher saw as being a challenge. And also based on their worksheets that they fill out, kind of discussing where they may have had a hard time. Last but not least, the big news that you guys have had recently is the purchase of the Dakota Bread Company, uh, a beloved bakery in West Bloomfield. And what's going to be happening with that is that you guys will be training adults with special needs to possibly employees of the bakery in the future, teaching them these valuable life skills uh, and, and, of course, providing a, a <laughs> delicious bread and other baked goods to the community. Tell me about the decision to buy the Dakota Bread Company. Now, that's a funny one because it's the first time that I have to say that my husband and I were not necessarily anxious to start the next big project so soon. You know, we just built in 2016 the Soul Center, which was our big project. Um, but we have, thank God, some amazing friends at Friendship Circle and our chair of our board, Ron Hodis, kept on nudging us and saying, come on, we've got to do a bakery. We've got to do a bakery. And we were like, ah, soon, soon. Um, but he spoke to others and somebody actually literally knocked on Dakota's door or made the phone call and asked if it was for sale. Um, and I have to say, uh, purchasing a brand like that, I'm totally up for that. It's different than starting from scratch. So here we are able to take a community's favorite bakery and take Friendship Circle and marry the two together and we are very excited because this is going to give incredible opportunities for our young adults who have special needs who may otherwise not be able to get a job. 
And we're looking forward to creating an amazing training program and then God willing for them to be able to be properly employed. And and we got we 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 definitely want to mention that coming up Sunday, October twenty fifth, there will be a drive through open house for the Dakota Bread Company, uh, so people will be able to stay in their cars safely, uh, um, self distance, uh, and go to various stations and check out you know what you guys have in store for the Dakota Bread Company. Bassie, just want to ask you and your husband have been doing this work, really incredible work in the community for. Uh, going on 30 years, I guess, in 2024. What's What's been your most proud moment through these years with the Friendship Circle? I feel like continuously when I see the aha moment from our teenagers and now over the past five, well, our adult volunteers have been volunteering for a while already. So our teens and our adults, when when they get the aha moment of, of when it clicks that this young person, whether young or an adult with special needs, that just a few years back were possibly looked at as a stigma, as a burden, as a pity case, when they are able to see through to that beautiful, incredible soul that as soon as you allow your eyes to kind of hit it, it goes there um, and to really affect their lives in a regular day-to-day life uh, to try to go away from the judgment um, or at least the quick non-healthy judgment um, and to see the beauty within each and every person when that happens and that happens all the time in many different ways our mission is really being fulfilled. Bessie Shemtov, director and co-founder of the Michigan-based nonprofit, The Friendship Circle. I spoke with her for our new fall series. It's called Because We Care and is supported by Tight Knit, an initiative of the Ralph C. Wilson Foundation. Find more info and stories about caregiving for loved ones at tightknit.org.